0: welcome to this week's content academy class is back in session oh gosh, we're uh back. we're in we're back uh we were here last week so it's not yeah, really a, we much doing? of a we're that's back
1: like, we have to No, we
0: were here we're... we were podcasting last are, week. are you sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure we were podcasting last week um today's episode is brought to you by mugs that's m-u-g-g-s mugs uh they are a Brands of gloves, of mittens made with a twin-faced sheepskin, grade-A sheepskin. Mm -hmm. So the inside is nice fluffy fleece. The outside, you have kind of this nice um, soft material. Um, Very warm. Very, well, here's the thing. So they will keep you warm up to minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit in the winter, the dead of winter. And then they actually keep you cool up to like 80 degrees Fahrenheit in the summer because of the wool, right? This is just like what sheeps do. So you could wear them, you know, to the 4th of July and Mm -hmm. nobody would bat an eye. Like you'd Mm -hmm. be making a statement. And these are unisex, they're for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, There's the classic mugs. Uh, It's so, it's it's the mitten. So you have like the thumb Mm -hmm. part and then all four fingers are together and it goes about your wrist. And then you can get the mugs long, which goes to your elbow course, mm-hmm. if you want kind of added protection. Yeah.
2: It's kind of a more upscale look. With
0: the right. Long. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 I think with um,
2: ice fishing, it would
1: kind of help to have those probably. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, um, probably, you can-
1: you can like reach down into the little hole that to you can go like
0: this. Uh, exactly, and still be, still be safe, dry, and yeah, warm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the regular mugs will run you about hundred and thirty. The mugs long are about two forty. And then uh they do have the finger mugs. Mm-hmm. So they each have the fingers, but uh yeah. those will run you about five hundred because yeah. it's like twice the surface area. But yeah. great the investment. Stitching
2: <laughs> is very difficult. It's all
0: hand stitched. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're you're getting what you pay for. And it's if you're paying standard. a lot, you're getting a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so.
2: hand-stitched by people wearing them. Yeah, that
0: just goes to show you the dexterity.
2: I asked them if they are working on uh, fingerless mugs. And they said absolutely not.
0: That kind Ab- of goes, against, goes against, yeah, against their mission statement, really.
2: But here's the thing: Nothing's stopping you from getting a finger model and cutting off the fingers. Yeah, snip, snip, snip. So you know
0: what? That's so that. true. That's absolutely so true. So, check out Mugs, that's M U G G S and use code Content Academy for a 10% rebate, mm-hmm. mail-in rebate. Love so check rebates. that out. Yeah, love wow. those rebates. So I think okay, well-
1: soon. I think any day now we could get uh somebody could send into our Twitter page like them wearing a full outfit of all of our sponsored like
3: Items. Mm-hmm.
0: If they do, I'm gonna say this challenge right now. I'll make to uh, anyone if you yeah. send us a picture wearing yeah. as many sponsored items as we possible. As, as possible. Yeah. Then we'll give you the Content Academy box set of our yeah. first 100 yeah. episodes <laughs> for free. For free. That yeah. is an $80 value yeah. that you're
2: getting yeah. for
0: free. And
2: we'll publish so. the best the best entries in our zine, also. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. That's right. Yeah.
0: I also want to add that um, all of our episodes, you can also like turn on commentary
3: So where we're talking about what we're talking
0: about. And then uh, all the episodes have an intro by one of us yeah. to kind of give you further context. So I want to say it's probably a total of 300 hours of material, Gosh, yeah. which is There's so also crazy some
2: bonus featurettes. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Kind of no, it was the
2: scenes.
0: We were really lucky to get Peter Jackson on uh, yeah. to do this. He was actually bugging us to do it yeah. because he's like, "Okay, I finished my yeah. World War Two thing. I need my next mm-hmm. like muse."
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, so again, we're, we just keep beating off Taika Waititi. So
3: yeah, we yeah. We
0: had to let Peter Jackson come on. Yeah. And Helen really,
2: was begging us to do the narration, but we had to keep telling her no. We already committed with Sir Anthony Hopkins
0: right you narration. can't do both you really can't do both you, you just yeah. have to go with one so
1: the so, content uh, academy content collection that's right it's like or there was like nice. four or five payments of 1999
0: no but we're if you do the challenge where you wear all as much mm. merch as possible you're getting that 80 dollar value for free
1: yeah Yes. Yeah. It reminds me of like what was the Shirley it's Temple It's four box thing? sets. Yeah, what was the Shirley Temple thing? Was that like a box set?
0: Um, that was yeah, like a well, long commercial.
2: They, they didn't call them box sets, did they? It was, it was like four, a collection of DVDs. Fifty-five of... Shirley Temple movies on yeah. four DVDs or something <laughs> yeah, like.
0: Yeah, maybe it wasn't big enough to be a box set, but these are large. Yeah, this is enough to be a box. Yeah, so you're going to want to clear, clear some shelf
1: space. It's really for the archivist. Collector. And it's <laughs> cool.
0: It's cool because if you put them all in order, it creates like a, yeah. a picture across the spines. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to give away what it is. Yeah. you just going to get them, you know, get them all. Uh, yeah. But it's cool. It's right. Yeah. cool. Yeah. So, uh, what do we... <laughs> the,
1: like, um, it's so funny. Like, the uh, commentary, having commentary over a podcast... It's just, like, indecipherable. Just garbage. hard to park. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're the first pod to really do that. Uh yeah. um, So, you know, of course, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. But, like, that's part of what. <laughs> well. But the fans think,
2: were begging for it.
0: Part yeah. of our philosophy is just embrace the mess. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to be dirty. So it's not going to yeah. be perfect. Exactly. We're working this out with Kind of
1: rough around the edges. So you
0: know, yeah. and that's people love authenticity and if we're Um, anything we're authentic
2: yeah exactly absolutely
0: (laughs) so what do we got on the docket today guys Hmm,
2: well we'll we'll be starting a new series mm -hmm. and we'll get into that in a little bit but Mm -hmm. alex i think you have some headlines for us for
1: this week busy
2: news week okay has it um, i thought it was
1: slow well i've received a lot of feedback on my kind of apology from last week
0: <laughs> do you and have to, to issue just, an apology for the apology like the follow up? no i just <laughs> okay.
1: I, I want to express my gratitude that i've been kind of kind of welcomed back into the community after my
0: Wait, okay you were given some grace after, okay yeah,
1: i was given grace yeah okay for my misstep
0: last man. week okay just, so. man, hats off for our listeners yeah exactly Absolutely. so let's see
1: here this is interesting um video game publisher Valve won't approve Steam games that use AI artwork. Uh, it also won't approve Steam games that are secretly MP4 files of Zathura.
3: So it's, kind
1: of
2: <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> it's kind of like what they will okay. and won't approve okay. on Steam, Like, It can be kind of tricky submission. getting those approved. So you want to be absolutely sure that your game is not an mp4 file <laughs> yeah. just a throw before you submit it yeah. just
0: double check because exactly. that's not
2: going to fly yeah
0: just double check
2: it does
1: it they haven't said anything about jumanji okay so
0: just put so you can do jumanji if just you open it and, it and it's jumanji it's all right
1: yeah i've seen what i've seen a lot of people doing is Creating like they say that they've created a game that's on Steam, but it's actually just the title screen. And as soon as you hit New File, you see that (laughs) the Universal Pictures globe starts spinning. Oh! And then you see tiny Josh Hutcherson throwing a football (laughs) or whatever. So just be wary of that. Yeah. Uh, I've spent like fifty dollars on Steam games this week and they have the all sale. just turned out to be just copies. I've bought the movies of Thora uh, several times over.
3: Oh, great! <laughs>
1: Let's see. Um, Facebook will—yeah, it is a pretty good movie, honestly. They could <laughs> That's fair. They could have picked a worse movie to do, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook will soon release a Twitter clone. Do you guys hear about this? Mm-mm. 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 It's like Facebook is—is is gonna come out with a Twitter-like competitor, same kind of style. Okay. Thing. I think it's, it's not gonna take threads. much yeah uh hopefully it too is bird themed i don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like yeah. it's knitting themed which yeah, kind of good i mean I facebook know. is for old people now and that makes sense. as they get older they're gonna start knitting yeah so I mean,
1: yeah
3: point.
0: makes sense yep
1: yeah that's a good point mm-hmm. Wired reports that ultra-processed foods are responsible for a, a host of diseases and that drinking ginger ale and laying down actually doesn't improve your situation. Drinking oh, what are you going to do? You know, well, hold, this goes against actually, everything I was told. Yeah, yeah ale, shattered my universe. The Canada Dry, is that counts as, as being processed. So right. I think you just need to go the route of making your own ginger ale, possibly. Right. Because then it's not really... I don't know, but because then again, like you're, if you're whatever, squeezing out the ginger root or, or however they make it,
2: that counts as you processing it,
0: right? Yeah, define process, so, I,
3: I
2: guess. As long as there's no machinery involved. Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know what the FDA defines as process these days. Yeah.
1: Oh, well. Okay. Let's see. This is interesting. Uh, a North Carolina amusement park has shut down one of its roller coasters after somebody mm-hmm. spotted a large crack uh, that caused a support beam to visibly move out of place as the <laughs> roller coaster oh, wow. cart sped past. Oh, wow. um, okay. So somebody saw that, and then they reported it to the guest services, and they shut it down temporarily. Uh, so not mm. exactly news that makes you want to put your hands up.
3: Oh. Uh-uh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so... Don't think that lap belt is gonna do much for you there.
3: Mm-mm. Listen, if I, I, I,
2: if I die on a roller coaster, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it was what a way to go. It's probably worth it. <laughs> yeah. They're so much fun. Really fun. Yeah.
0: I hate them. I'll never go on one maybe again. Maybe <laughs> I think that like
1: the maybe the crack is intentionally placed there to make it more thrilling. Yeah. If we just a little sway, when yeah, exactly. you go over it. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is interesting here. YouTube is threatening to block viewers if they continue to use ad blockers. So this is why I don't use an ad blocker. I simply close my eyes whenever an advertisement appears.
2: <laughs> yeah, Because they can't tell that I'm doing. Nature's that. ad blocker. I would. Yeah,
1: exactly. People are always like, oh, have you downloaded ad blocker? Have you downloaded this? Chrome extension, people won't shut up about Chrome extensions. And I'm like, uh, we kind of have a built-in God gave us a built-in ad blocker. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just called closing your eyes.
2: Closing your eyes, covering your ears, your ears, and, going ears and, going and going, la, 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 la. la. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> my question is, yeah. my question is how long is Chrome going to be? They keep extending it. Like, how long is it now? Hmm. God. Yeah. yeah. You gotta wonder. Yeah, I'm just saying, just
3: saying.
2: Can you say Chrome contractions?
3: Right.
2: Yeah. Jeez. Chrome extensions.
1: Silly. Uh, Pokemon Go developer Niantic is laying off 230 employees. Gotta fire them all. That one was a. Uh, that's solid. No, that's solid. <laughs> I meant to delete that's, that one and that works. replace it with something else. It works. Um, Razer's new gaming mouse can seamlessly change between five different profiles. Now we just need to come up with five different ways to use a mouse.
0: I that was my, like, yeah. what in the world?
1: I don't understand it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, this is... is one
0: of the modes just, like, uh, it'll jiggle your mouse for you so that your team status... There
1: we go. Says, that would be a says, useful one. Absolutely. You
0: know, online, Yeah. As long
1: so as that's cool. one of them, then I get it. Yeah. Um. This is pretty cool, and this is kind of um. This kind of has context to what we're gonna be talking about today, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virgin Galactic has completed its first commercial space flight. Uh, so Air Force mm-hmm. Colonel Walter Villaday has announced that their next project will be calling money units. Okay. <laughs> so they kind of got finally, on the back and then. Next they'll be work on units, things. creds. Yeah. Calling days, cycles. Yeah, the cycles. That's another that's another yep. part of it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Google has stopped plans to build its own augment- augmented reality glasses. And experts say that the company is likely shifting to a plan where people don't have to wear glasses if they can help it. <laughs> so that's kind of like- <laughs>
3: That would the plan be nice. Kind
2: of crashed and burned. Okay. Yeah, that's all I had. Excellent. Thank you so much, right. Alex. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. tech news, which yeah. you like to see. Exactly.
3: That's right. Yeah.
2: So we are starting a new series that we're all very excited about. Um, and I have so just as an introduction, I kind of have a little right up here. Okay. Mm-hmm. During the 90s, if you went to see an animated movie, you typically knew what you were going to get colorful stories about princesses or animals with a fantasy Mm -hmm. or fairy tale setting, themes of family or growing up. Characters sang songs, side characters were cute and marketable, and everyone lived happily ever after. This era is sometimes called the Disney Renaissance when iconic films such as The Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin, and The Lion King, restored the studio's reputation as a producer of classic family films. These movies were designed to appeal to a mass audience, but especially children with straightforward stories, big emotions, bright colors, and relatable characters. It should also be said that on a technical level, these films were impeccably drawn and animated, with finely honed writing and editing. And while voice acting was not always a highlight in this era, There were very few bad performances and casting robin williams in aladdin meant that for better or worse animated features were expected to include at least one or two a-list actors in their hand over the
1: box right there yep
2: yeah by the end of the 90s this trend had mostly worn itself out the disney formula was becoming too predictable and most of the more well-known fairy tales had been used up and with the success of pixar's cg animated toy story Other development groups were looking to incorporate the new computer technology into their productions. This led to a strange transitional period in animation, where Disney and rival studios like Fox and the newly established DreamWorks experimented with new concepts and departures from the traditional formula. This development and release cycle began in 2000 with the films Emperor's New Groove, Titan AE, and The Road to El Dorado, and ended in 2003 with Sinbad Legend of the Seven Seas. Other films in this era include Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, Treasure Planet, and Atlantis, The Lost Empire. These movies range in quality from beloved cult classics to ambitious misfires, but they stand apart as a remarkably distinct group with themes of swashbuckling adventure, grounded characters, a blending of traditional and CG animation, and more mature writing. Ultimately, the utter box office failure of Treasure Planet in 2002 and Sinbad in 2003 would bring about the end of this brief period with studios shifting focus back to projects with more broad appeal. So in this series, we'll go in depth on some of our favorites, talk about what worked, what didn't, and whether they stood the test of time. And my first question to all of you is what should this trend or era kind of be called? i couldn't really find a definitive name for this group of, a lot of people talk about you know this group of movies like all oh, cult classics or weird adventure animated movies but there's I was I gonna really say, yeah, say
0: adventure animation
2: yeah swashbucklers.
0: Really, be... I, I, a lot of them I, are
2: sci-fi but not all of them
0: i mean swashbuckling maybe but i think you could broaden it uh broaden the scope and just say uh, adventure animation because, mm-hmm. um, in the Disney Renaissance, like, sure, there might be elements of adventure, but it was more, um, it's it kind of, less, of it, less coming of age, more fairy tale, more romance based or romantic. Uh, whereas, um, most of the movies that you listed and that came out in that time, they may have a romance storyline, but it is not the main one. Mm. it could be a a, kind of a subplot uh, or an element within the movie uh, and didn't focus on that entirely because like i wouldn't call spirit stallion of cimarron swashbuckling horses can't use swords but it was certainly an adventure movie yes absolutely you know just just based on that, that they can't use swords um you know same with like secret of nim i think that came out maybe around the same time i don't know if it used animation um uh, cg i
2: believe that was like 97 97 what about
0: anastasia
2: anastasia i believe I used CG right before did it use cg
0: it used some i yeah, recently watched, watched that one it's not worth the watch it's and i'm gonna get a lot of hate <laughs> it's on not not that one it. okay yeah i personally don't think so because this would be the last thing I say about it Um, you had Meg Ryan and um, John Cusack as the two main characters and they spoke with American accents and everyone else Kelsey Grammer included spoke in a Russian accent so (laughs) I'm just going to leave that there and viewers can you know listeners can make whatever connections they want to. Well
3: that's
2: kind of another interesting thing about all these movies is they'll deal with language barriers in interesting ways or just not deal with yes. it at all
0: yes or just do the kind of the and i feel like star wars maybe started this where people are speaking different languages or aliens or whatever yeah. monsters they're speaking different languages but everyone still understands each other that yeah kind of thing. you know chewbacca makes a noise and han solo knows what he's talking about mm-hmm. but you know my dog will make a noise and i'll be like i know right so mm-hmm. i i don't know <laughs> i think it might be a little bit of that
2: that's how that's how titan ae is in certain mm-hmm. in some segments yeah road to el dorado famously just ignores it altogether right everyone, everyone can speak english everyone speaks english done and
0: sometimes that's that
3: we just have to do it i like the
2: way atlantis handles it
3: yeah it's kind of
2: a hand wave but uh gita <laughs> basically understands the english because it has like romance language roots
0: well she knows a bunch of languages they have the first exchange and uh, milo is like oh yeah it's kind of like this language but it's using some loan words or something like that he pulls like a it's very much a um uh like stargate with Mm -hmm. um what's his name who is who plays the scientist Mm -hmm. kid daniel Daniel.
2: Oh, in in Stargate, it's Daniel. In Stargate,
0: it's Daniel. In
2: Atlantis is Milo. Right. Back.
0: Uh yes. But like in Stargate, Daniel is like, oh yeah, I've known this language. I just didn't know how to pronounce it this whole story,
3: mm. Something really stupid yeah. like
0: that. But um no, continue.
2: So maybe before we get into the first, so we'll be talking about Titan A.E on this episode. Yes but uh so we'll but in the following episodes of this series we'll go into one probably three more at least of these list of movies mm-hmm. uh some right. of our favorites are interesting ones to talk about but any other thoughts you guys have on this whole kind of group as a whole Gosh. what stands out to you
1: let's see well so atlantis was disney
2: mm-hmm. my
1: first new Groove was disney
0: Oh, yeah. Studios, I guess. And I'm like, Eldorado was DreamWorks. Dreamworks. Yeah. I was trying to think was
3: DreamWorks. Like... was DreamWorks I kind also. I of... characterized
1: yeah. this um, group as kind of the studios that compete with Disney making their own movies that are actually... can contend with Disney movies at the time. Right. But Disney... And I go ahead disney contributed to this to this um grouping
0: so maybe disney this was a group and... that disney wasn't maybe the leader in yeah that's but a good they company. were
2: it was an industry-wide trend and yeah. it kind of just appeared naturally as an extension of like well this is we're kind of tired of doing these kind of stories Maybe audiences are starting to get tired of this, so we'll try something new. Right. And it was basically studios just throwing a bunch of sh- stuff at the wall and seeing what worked. And a lot of it didn't, and some of it did. Right. And it all kind of helped coalesce into, mm-hmm. you know, the next era of animation, which ended up being almost all CG.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. let
1: see. Atlantis was Disney's kind of effort, and then Treasure Planet was was that DreamWorks.
2: Treasure Planet was Disney, also. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: okay.
0: My bad. I would say that Treasure Planet is sort of the equivalent of Blue's Titan AE. Because, oh, and maybe we should launch, just go ahead and launch into the Titan AE. Yeah. You know, because as I was watching it, I was like, this is Treasure Planet. Why is Treasure Planet so much better?
2: Right yeah it could it's definitely it's hard to talk about them in a vacuum because treasure planet does so many things well that titan ae doesn't really do well yeah so yeah we can absolutely talk about that one other thing i'd like to know is uh prince of egypt was dreamworks's first big movie and that came out in 98 and you could kind of make an argument for including that but i think the fact that it is still like it's not a personal story it's all well there's some 3d elements i think like i've not Sphinx, seen it in a long
0: time
2: some oh. of like the big shots of egypt i want to say or have cg um yeah, certainly yeah it also has music to a um it strongly features music and characters singing it and also is a list
0: actors it
2: had a list actors, actors but it also has it's like bible story but that kind of fits in with like the whole almost a fairy tale type setting where you already yeah. know the story going into it.
3: Right. Whereas the rest
2: of these stories, they're pretty new concepts and plot lines. So right. it doesn't exactly fit in, but it definitely was like the start of like, okay, we can actually try to do something a little more ambitious with these.
0: It's it's still, I, I would say, sure, you can put it in the fairy tale because it is a, based on a story that you know the ending to. But that tale they made it into an adventure tale, yes. If you read yeah. that story of Moses and the exodus of uh, you know, from Egypt. yeah you know, on paper, it's it has highlights, but you know, the Bible really just kind of gives it to you straight. no they did embellishment a great really. job of dramatizing it they really, really yeah, sure. they absolutely did
2: so yes. titan a e um I can just kind of briefly go through the story beats here. So mm-hmm. it's set in thirty twenty eight a d crazy thousand years in the future Mm -hmm. wow and yet nothing is i mean it's kind of might as well be like 2100 a.d Mm -hmm. it's like there's nothing really that sets it apart as a thousand years in the future um we start with kale the lead he's like four years old he leaves earth just before it's destroyed by the dredge he's voiced
0: by the kid who voices arnold and hey arnold Oh, really? <laughs> it was bothering <laughs> yeah. me for a very long time, so I had to find it out. So
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So he, he escapes the dredge. The dredge, aliens, beings made of pure energy. You can't beat them. Um, they destroy the Earth. And his father escapes on the ship called Titan, which he built to supposedly restore humanity in just this instance, in case they're wiped out by the aliens. Was the
0: ship named, like, did we get the name drop Titan yeah. in the beginning? I Did don't he think say so. I have cuz I think it's just, he was just I have to go.
2: Well, yeah, you
3: see him on important. the
1: ship during the opening yeah. narration. What it's called? During the opening opening narration. Oh, that's
2: right. That's they right. Okay. that yeah, the that Titan yeah. project is the next big Titan uh, project, uh, right? Okay. Breakthrough. Yeah. Okay. So, we jump ahead like 15 years. Kale is working in a salvage yard surrounded by aliens. Um uh, he doesn't get a, all the aliens pick on him because like the humans are like yeah you guys don't have a planet mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: yeah
0: the human diaspora
2: is... yeah the human diaspora <laughs>
0: God.
2: uh he's recruited by a friend of his dad's to find the ship titan
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, we get introduced to by bill pullman the incredibly 90s supporting cast bill pullman john oh, laguizamo yeah. nathan lane oh, janine garofalo and Alex, can we get a little bit of your Ow. Nathan Lane, Ow. please? No. Okay. Um, yeah, can't do it. Sorry. I haven't right. practiced boy. in a while. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> um, Kale is captured by the dredge, uh, double-crossed by Captain Corso, who wants to sell him out to them. They eventually do find the ship Titan hidden in an asteroid belt made of ice crystals. There's a showdown. Nathan Lane's character gets his neck snapped. That was There's a crazy. lot of
0: violence in was this so movie. Weird.
2: I didn't remember that. Yeah. There I was, was like, a oh, lot of
0: violence just in the first <laughs> ten minutes. A planet explodes. I know. <laughs> that one, like chef bug alien yeah. on the ship, he gets just
2: vaporized.
0: Just vaporized. Yeah. <laughs> Only his, I guess, dentures were left. Yeah. yeah. So much violence. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And also. Josh, we have to mention that Kale was Matt Damon, and then yes. Akima, the very more. subtly Asian female interest, we'll was voiced a very white group. Very much. A so. lot of
2: thoughts on the cast. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Kale is able to restart the Titan by redirecting power. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh they, so they escape, and Titan just kind of creates a whole ass planet out of this yeah. ice nebula, so and cool. uh, Kale names it Planet Bob.
0: Yeah, and Josh, where did Kale get the energy?
2: From the dredge. From the dredge, who are yes. pure energy. Pure energy, so you can't get a full
0: thin. circle. Yeah, yeah. So yep.
2: cool. yep. And then we get a huge jump scare during the end credits, where we re- see that Josh Whedon helped write the screenplay. <laughs> oh no!
3: <laughs>
0: jump scare.
2: And you can, it's, I could instantly tell. Oh, that's a that was a
3: oh.
0: line, wasn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> So oh, man josh what did we unpack first
2: uh well i do want to say so first off this was a famously troubled production okay. the original director got fired after 18 months and fox mm-hmm. brought on don bluth and gary goldman who were a production team who worked mm-hmm. on you know anastasia secret of nim penguin in the pebble yada yada it goes on
0: all dogs go to heaven all dogs go to heaven i was surprised. Yeah. I was yeah. to see
2: the Oldman worked on
3: Troll in Central Park.
2: hmm Not not Oldman. <laughs>
3: Different. Like
2: Different. Yeah, Gary Oldman, Oldman from like, like Gary Oldman. stuff.
0: <laughs>
2: no, 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 no. Okay, so, so trouble production. Yeah, they were the production was already thirty million dollars in and basically all of that got scrapped when they got brought on. And Man. so it the, the budget ended up being like seventy-five million dollars, which is crazy for the time for an animated movie i feel like right
0: yeah yeah um i'm trying to find the budget like it would have had to have
2: been a massive hit to recoup that and it ended up making 36 million
0: yeah um budget estimated was 75 million gross box office in u.s and canada was 22 million
2: yeah not good they
1: they're probably they likely have yet to make it back in DVD sales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oof, they're yeah. just forever in the bottom of that Time Walmart go. DVD yeah. bin. They're down there.
3: They're down there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so overall, the art direction I thought is not great. There's not just like great. a lot of brown everywhere. Everything is muted and dull looking. Um.
0: Which would have been fine had it been contrasted with anything, really. Like make. I know the Dredge were like this blue, pure energy, and their ships did have a certain look to them, but it was not enough. You know, I wanted to see a lot more variance.
2: Absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm. The humans
2: I thought looked pretty good you know, if you like Don Bluth humans, you gotta they all like kind of look exactly Kale. the same.
0: <laughs> they all have those, like, laugh lines. Yeah. You know, all Kale, the men look the same. Kale
2: looks exactly like the guy in Anastasia.
0: And the guy in Thumbelina.
2: And the guy in Th- Yeah, it's yeah. just all the same. But yeah. I did like, I specifically liked the on Kale's hair, there was, like, shading underneath the sides of it that looked mm-hmm. good.
3: Mm-hmm. They didn't so I did like
2: what they were doing there.
0: I liked Takima's hair. Akim um,
2: Sarah's good.
0: Akim was good. I hated Stiff's legs.
2: Yeah. There was, there See, was the a aliens, way to do
0: that, and they didn't, didn't.
2: The aliens sell it. all looked like uh, mutant animals and not like their own thing.
0: And I want to say that this was one point where Treasure Planet succeeded because Treasure right. Planet aliens are memorable, weird and just interesting to look at and seeing yeah. truly aliens right whereas these were just like i guess death was some kind of kangaroo with an extra knee joint yeah uh, whatever the hell pre whatever was Goom some kind of bat thing and pre and then yeah. goon was some kind of turtle thing
1: i, I really don't know
0: it's
2: just a mess
1: just a to mess kind of get another perspective i thought that the alien um alien different alien species were kind of it was kind of cool because it was it was a response to the typical anthropomorphic fairy tale Don Bluth animals, mm, or okay. animals that that can talk and act like humans. And so this is it's kind That's of like extension that in a of that sci-fi setting. I yeah. think it's just he's he's just drawing okay. what he knows, but here it's yeah. a little bit.
0: I like Alex. I like how you say that. Like um, Don's just sitting there, just okay. We've got like 50 more scenes to do today. Like, he's the only one drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really he did all the
1: key designs.
0: Yeah, because they sort of look like his style. So, yeah, it's either him or
1: people studying under him.
0: His group that left Disney
1: approved all the character
2: designs.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Um, it's him and
0: a couple animators that left Disney to do their own
3: thing.
2: The animation [SS2] quality itself. Is pretty mixed I thought. There's some things it does well yeah. and some it doesn't do well. So mouths don't always match the character's voice. Disney yeah. is very, very good about that. Yeah. About making sure that all mouth movements are exact. And Don yeah. Bluth is a they play it a little looser. <laughs> if you want to put it nicely.
1: It's the typical don't watch a Don Bluth film after you've watched a Disney anime right. film. It's like yeah. this kind of It's special in its own way but kind of second rate uncanny rubbery Mm -hmm. like dollar store animation style compared to (laughs) the disney yeah quality of standard
0: in its own way the backgrounds
2: so there are some good painted backgrounds but yeah they're pretty much all dull and gray again and they're all always static there's like nothing going on in the background Ever I think that's
0: point. another thing that Treasure Planet succeeded in. You had a lot of rich yeah. backgrounds with, with Treasure There's Planet.
2: There's, like, crew, crew members doing stuff. Moving, yeah. Back in the deck, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just think, compare it to something like Lion King, where you have, yeah. like, just animals and bugs everywhere right. all the time. Like an actual that, rich I think it landscape. comes down to, like, budget and staffing, ultimately, because, like, that just... yeah takes more time and more money to do all that stuff and they yeah. t- they were on an accelerated schedule to put it bluntly
0: in and budget Josh I think that leads us to the CGI quality as well yes. which is just like kind which is of ins- eye watering which is
2: great which is incredible you didn't is like it?
0: it? I hated it <laughs> I hated it so much I also like okay you know the part where Kale is like you know working the salvage whatever yeah. and he's yeah. got this like Laser chainsaw. Yep. And he cuts off this piece of something. Of course, it goes all the way through this thing. It's like fifty feet long. Right. And then he turns around and cuts the other part of of it off. And I likened it to if you're on a tree branch and <laughs> yep. you <just> cut off <laughs> the, the part,
3: part.
0: <laughs> you know, you don't cut off the part that's a, between you and the tree where you fall. I mean, it's in space, but like I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then also. Uh, when it's like lunch break or whatever, he leaves the laser chainsaw there. Yeah, hey, just, just right scoot. there. I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess it's just gonna stay there because <laughs> you did didn't touch it at all. I don't know. Hope it's there when you come back, Kale.
3: Yeah. I don't know.
0: But yeah, it was to me watching a lot of the CGI was, um, it was hard. Well,
2: let me try to change your mind. So Please. the ice crystals, those are all CG. Yeah. Those all look great. Yeah. The ships they're just spikies. That's fine. They're, they're a little spikies. Yeah. The ships are all CG and I think they yeah. all look pretty good.
0: I'm okay. They're I, animated well. I'm more like when it's shifting from the 2D animation and now we're into 3D, that transition is very hard. Right. Uh and it's when things start to move also. You know, with a ship moving slowly, you know, that's fine. But right. when you have like a person that is walking. Or something
2: that does not look good. Yes. And so they they used... They filmed live-action reference scenes. Oh, bless Agnes. them. They didn't okay. use motion capture. This was before they could really do that.
3: Okay.
2: But they did have reference scenes. So, like, okay. specifically for that part where he's walking on... Like, he has magnetic boots or something. Mm-hmm. And he's walking on the outside of the ship. That was referenced by just a okay. guy... Doing like that (laughs) walking motion. (laughs) Walking
3: in space. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. So yeah, the and they are still this was still at a point in the industry where they're figuring out how to or whether you can even blend CG elements and 2D elements. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always work here. Like there's a shot of like there's one shot early on when Kale, baby Kale is escaping. And like you see, the hand-drawn kale through the mm-hmm. window of the CG ship as it's going yeah. by, and it looks pretty out of place.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't
2: exactly blend together. It's like Paper Mario, right? But I think in other in there are other parts, like during the climax when Kale and Captain Corso are in the space suits. The space suits are CG, mm-hmm. but their faces are two mm-hmm. D, and mm-hmm. most for the most part, I think those blended pretty well
0: and they did try to um you know any cg people moments were zoomed out yeah you know so mm-hmm. it's kind of it kind of goes into it reminded me of um if you have a stunt double wearing a weird mask of the actor that they're trying to yeah. be you know and you can yeah. tell. but you know it's fine that kind well, of toy thing.
2: story so toy story struggled with like they had a few shots of CG people like Sid, and they right. did not age well. <laughs> at
3: true. that,
2: at this point, CG people were still not really realistic.
3: Yeah, um, it's a baby. It's,
2: but so, but this way, they were kind of able to have it both ways, where they could have a CG body and mm-hmm. have the the can, the ornate camera movements mm-hmm. and you know perspective changes that you can do with CG animation, but you still have the expressive and artistic look of the 2D face inside the little helmet. Right. So, I thought that was kind of an interesting way to do it. Ambitious. And it didn't, they didn't overuse it. It's only in a few spots. And I yeah. think the, the dredge being CG looked pretty good, too. There were a couple of scenes. They where had they, to,
0: I feel, yeah. for it to sell it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a couple scenes where they look like they're kind of copy-pasted on. <laughs> <and just watching>. <laughs> but <laughs> that's kind of... Yeah. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah,
0: can you blame them? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we should talk about the voice acting
3: mm-hmm. um
2: i don't know i think overall it's pretty good i like bill pullman and matt damon yeah um they they do pretty well with what they're given but here's what I this is my how i would change it take out drew barrymore and replace her with janine garofalo as akima
0: <laughs> really instead of stiff yeah stiff, uh... you
2: could get Someone get else rid of the character <laughs> i like stiff but mostly just for janine garofalo
0: At right yeah like i feel like it's cool that they snuck janine garofalo in there yeah. uh also and then it, there's john leguizamo just being yeah. john leguizamo, leguizamo, leguizamo in there being leguizamo, yeah. but you kind of need that you know he provides literally the sid character mixed yeah. with mole from atlantis yeah. really yeah. um all in one so I think that's fine. I still think that they could have gotten an Asian actor to voice Akima. You know, I'm not yeah. asking for Aquafina. all right? Like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> that would have been a very different movie. Uh, and I'm not saying that Drew Barrymore, uh, I feel like she should do more voice acting. She has an interesting so. voice, you know, and you know it's Drew Barrymore, but she she puts a lot of emotion in her voice. Uh, and so she's sold it very well.
2: I don't think she did it at all.
0: I liked it, um, but I think, yeah, I, I think the acting, that, that casting choice could have been better, and it was, it felt like more of just a star power grab.
2: Nathan like Lane was killing did. it. We can all agree. It was great casting. That was a subtle
0: performance. Lane. Always, yeah. yeah it was. He. It, it took me a minute to be like that. That's Nathan Lane. You know, yeah. it's a bit more restrained. It's a bit more evil. You know. So that was good. He
2: plays a good high class villain. Mm-hmm. He does. Thinks he's he does. better than everyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And of course, you got Jim Cummings in there as kind of, you know, whatever alien needs yeah. to have a voice. <laughs> um, to anybody that sounds like Tigger or Pooh Bear, you know, that's Jim Cummings. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I mean, there Pullman. is. And yeah. I, Pullman was great. <laughs> he um, had to do a lot of
2: the exposition, which is always tough. True. But he's good yeah. at that. Yeah. He's...
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And I'm glad they got the <laughs> Bill Pullman eyebrow in there. Plenty. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I think he just raises one of his eyebrows a lot. And, like his character yeah. does that too. Huh.
0: Yeah. Um. There's also Ron Perlman briefly. Oh yeah. Oh, More oh, in the beginning. Father. Right. Yeah. Um. That's kind of the end of list for notables.
2: I know they at, for at least the three leads, uh, Akima, Kale, and Corso, they recorded at least some of their lines in the studio together.
0: Oh, cool. that does kind of make sense because I was going to say that um, that Damon and Pullman had good chemistry. Uh-huh. Actually, um, I felt like that played off played off each other well. Yeah, uh, but again treasure planet succeeded in the reluctant father figure and the rebellious teenage boy yes. just yeah. hands down
2: you really think so? and the whole like well will they betray him or not
0: Ex- right and see Tana-E- every turn every turn he
2: yeah. tries to have it both ways which kind of annoyed me we're like
0: i did Corso, treasure planet
2: Corso betrays him in that at the end of act two i guess and then yeah. at the end of act three he sacrifices himself which yeah. i guess treasure plant does too but it's more earned because there's yeah. a lot of they have you have the whole musical montage with him and, yep. and jim bonding
0: they really did bond so the betrayal yes. felt more real this was like well we kind of always knew he was gonna betray him uh-huh. you know because kale never let his guard down around him there was one they had a similar montage where kale got to drive the ship
3: for like mm-hmm. 30
0: seconds and you know there was quite a bit of music i think i hope you have a section on music for this
2: too about, that's the next okay thing, yeah. okay
0: but uh, yeah it, there were just these almost shot for shot similarities with treasure planet and yeah. i have yet to find one where i was where i prefer the Titan A version to Treasure for, planet for the
2: treasure planet musical montage a little John Resnick goes along goes along That's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And,
2: <Ms>. and... <laughs> Taine was missing that.
0: Cosmic Castaway uh, does not go very far for me. <laughs>
2: Dude. So whatever redeemable qualities this movie has and it does have some the music is not one of them. Not one of them. It is by far the worst music of any of these movies that we'll talk about just awful. So from.
1: jarring. There was so the... jarring. So the Cosmic Castaway one yeah, I wasn't crazy about. It. But there was another song later on that was good when they were fixing the
2: the the ship that's just this person's yeah, house. That one's Sounds like the good. only passable one. Yeah. Um and,
0: yes. I remember that one. That so was okay.
2: Chris Cornell actually wrote a pretty decent song for this movie called Heart of Honey, but it never made it into the actual movie. Oh man. And you can hmm. listen to it on YouTube and it's it's a decent Chris yeah. Cornell Soundgarden era song. Um okay. and it would've would have fit the movie. Probably would have fit in that montage scene mm. pretty well too, but mm. for whatever reason they decided not to use it. And then everything else is just like the most banal butt rock new. I metal. was gonna say
0: butt rock. I'm so glad oh, you said that. Just bad. Yeah. There was, and I don't remember. Uh, exactly when this t- takes place, but there was a song that was...
2: 3028.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, when in the movie. And sorry, that got a little Drew more there. Thank you. But, <laughs> yeah. um, there's a part in the movie where a song comes on and it's like, that moments of almost like that kind of screamo.
3: Yeah, And I don't remember oh, which absolutely. one it was, but
0: I was yeah. like, what? The, Who like, made that choice? Scene? It was the escape scene. Okay. Yeah, just a very odd artistic I choice. Cool. I just, I felt like they were just trying to get, they're trying too hard. And Jordan, they wanted to include like music Kale
3: that was trendy.
0: Yes, yeah. was this like his it's like, like in going in his, air, in his airpods yeah, exactly. the yeah, whole time? Man, it's more of a douche than I thought. Okay. Oh, okay, another, Kale.
2: Another fact about the music is apparently Harry Gregson Williams and Hans Zimmer so both weird. turned down offers to write the music, so to write weird. the score. Good on them. <laughs> <man. laughs> they dodged a bullet, kind of. But Definitely could have used them.
0: I, I don't, I mean, yeah. I guess if, for example, Hans Zimmer had scored the movie and contributed, you know one or two landmark kind of songs that would have redeemed a lot. Yeah. 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 That's very true, but we will and, get a plenty of taste of Hans Zimmer when we cover spirits done. Right.
2: Tonight. He did spirit. Absolutely. Did he do any of the other ones on here?
0: Uh, I'm trying to think I will find I out the answer. Think so, um, um, I will find out. Keep talking.
2: Okay. Um, uh, one good one thing I appreciated about this movie, runtime 94 minutes and yes. excellent pacing of, overall. Absolutely. There's really no mm-hmm. I I feel like it could have used maybe one more set piece or reworked one of the set pieces to be bigger. Um mm-hmm. but other than that, there is kind of a one thing happens after another, it's always moving along and it doesn't really, there aren't, aren't really any parts where it slows slows down and loses your interest too much.
0: I will say I found out Treasure Planet and Atlantis were both scored by um, James Newton Howard. Oh, okay. Oh, there's that. But yeah, yes. nobody else from Pond, nothing else from Pond Simmer thus far.
2: He was a very busy man.
0: Yeah, and he's selective about his projects.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He did. Uh, he worked on Prince of Egypt.
0: Hans. Yeah. Okay. Good. That makes um, sense. That tracks.
2: Yeah. Soundtrack to that was great.
3: Yeah. Slaps.
2: Um. And then as we mentioned before, it is a completely ignores language barrier. Mm-hmm. Captain Corso in one scene talks with the Dredge. And the Dredge actually have subtitles. None of the other aliens right. do. Right. But Corso understands them and he, they understand him.
0: Which makes sense if they're making a deal, I guess. Yeah. It seems
3: Uh
1: like uh, Kale could, like, understand the dredge, too. Because he... Oh, could he? Well, when he was, was, like, sneaking around, he was able to escape from... From his prison cell and it's unclear how exactly. God. No, that no, see, He so
3: does funny. this thing. He does this thing <laughs> where he like two fingers and then, fingers.
0: <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. he like separates the yeah. energy. He's what like, oh, oversight. I just made like, these two points. Yeah. I can separate them.
1: Yeah. yeah. What an yeah. yeah. oversight by this, this. No, he does maniacal, seem to know that. Tyrannical alien race that yeah. seems to have power over everything.
0: Yeah. But he was like energy. sneaking
1: around and he was watching their like the dredges like they have this Nazi overlord that they watch, the like, queen. Okay, the queen. the queen. Yeah, and it seemed like he knew what they were talking about,
0: like when they were gonna, they, they were are like, like jettison the girl.
1: Joy. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and he's like, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe just everyone right.
2: inherently a understands the Dredge. Just their speech pure is energy. like broadcast into your mind. Because they're yeah, pure energy. Yeah, that's a good like that's a good <laughs> kind of
1: head cannon. But also, yeah, maybe. I mean, if they're, everybody's so scared of them, everybody knows who they are. Like, at that cantina scene, everybody was aware <laughs> that the dredge are the bad guys. Oh, yeah. So they're I assume, oh, yeah. I assume, like, maybe in school or something, you learn their language just to kind of help you, <laughs> yeah. help you survive <laughs> better or something. I
3: don't
2: know. Oh, I got I Miss know. Matthews for dredge one. I don't know. Oh, uh, no, she's the worst.
0: Oh, I actually man. think that
1: the setting and the world building was one of the things that I enjoyed most about the movie. So,
0: yeah, I guess it did like kind, of, kind of stuff. You've got the lived in dirty Star Wars oh, precedent, absolutely. you yeah. know. What? guess who else did that? Treasure Planet.
1: Yeah, wrong. You guys are oh my correct. God. This will keep, also, you guys <laughs> keep talking as though Titan AE didn't come first. <laughs> this is a good point. Like
3: like Titan Ae
0: ran or
1: and Atlantis, right? Uh
0: yeah. Treasure <laughs> Titan AE um ran itself into the ground so that treasure planet could also run itself into the ground
3: <laughs> but be remembered
0: later on. Okay. Yeah. Like there are... it's I don't think Titan AE I don't it's not talked about in the same way as treasure planet as like it being memorable it's memorable for wrong different reasons memorable memorable because of where it failed mm-hmm. whereas treasure planet i feel like it's memorable memorable because uh it like it bombed but it's still kind of a mystery as to why because it did strike a chord with so many young people
3: who yeah, still remember it very for sure yeah, I think it, yeah also it was had a sleeper. Like
2: a, I think it had a really, really bad release window. Like, let me see uh
0: um, something else
2: really big came out that weekend or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I you're having a play right in. It came out in, like, November of 2022. But I don't know what else was coming out around that, that time. That
2: was... Um... Okay. Oh, that was a Wednesday. Weird.
0: <laughs> that was it. That's it. That's why I bombed. Came yeah. out on a Wednesday.
2: That, oh, that weekend, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets came out. So Ooh, that's kind so... of. <laughs>
0: Nothing <laughs> else like, is well,
2: going <laughs> to. Do, do I see a pirate movie, in, a pirates in space movie, or do I see the first adaptation of this oh. beloved children's book series? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, also, the budget for Treasure Planet was twice of t- Titan AE. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, but they'd made like three times the gross, like almost four times the gross, which is still not enough. Hmm. You know, well, still important.
2: Enough... Levitt's got to wet his beef. Digio. That's a good point. Yeah.
0: you? Yeah, know, Martin Short, yeah, you know, That's
2: yeah, great. but eh. so I really, we we almost don't even have to do an episode about Treasure Planet because. <laughs>
0: This is kind of all together
2: we can kind we of can just,
0: just we can just switch to treasure planet now if that's treasure okay with it. Planet, yeah yeah it, it was, does
2: uh, it does humor better there's really not much humor in this at all El? It,
0: <laughs> when there <laughs> is humor when there is humor it's it doesn't land or it's weird or like
2: <laughs> i thought that, that was,
0: was the best joke because yeah. that the chef was like Maybe you'll go to jail and you can have all the ketchup you want. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh, did they deserve ketchup?
2: Yeah, Jail's is notorious for
0: having I have, ketchup. I have more <laughs> questions now than maybe I did it's before. Like,
1: maybe it's like they so, send the humans to jail and at the jail they have what the humans want. You're right yeah I, yeah yeah i
0: guess and the, all they know about humans is like they like ketchup and maybe mac and cheese or something i don't something. know if like you guys know
1: this but you don't actually have to laugh at every single movie that you watch
0: <laughs> but it's better when you do though true. yeah but no the humor in this movie um especially when it comes to moments between kale and akima uh and I can see how maybe parents watching this with their kids might be like, mm, maybe she shouldn't have taken, you know, junior like to the see shower this movie. Scene. Well, she's the sh- like staring the shower at his scene. butt
2: he's on the operating table. There are
0: all of these moments where, and I think this is a very cheap thing and you see it a lot in not so much movies now, but especially from the 90s to maybe the 2010s, 2015, where you introduce uh, sexual tension by, oh, almost saw you naked.
3: Yeah, or maybe yeah. I did a little.
0: And then nothing really else on top of that. It's just you kind of get that little moment. And then suddenly, oh, it's not this awkward thing where now they're going to be awkward around each other. It's more like, oh, we like each other now. And that happens both ways for the both of them. And there's also that weird scene where, like, you know, Kale just has a towel and Akeem is, like, touching his hand to see the map. And then... Kale's like could really use those pants right about now. Yeah. And it took me a second. I was like, "Oh, that's not for a kids' movie." Right
3: there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: let's not do that. So there was a lot of yeah, weird humor that didn't land. I don't think.
2: So and it was or
0: mean humor, mean humor also. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Or like yeah, aliens getting zapped,
0: Mm -hmm. vaporized,
2: Mm -hmm. and that's played for a laugh.
0: Yeah, or just people like the aliens being mean to Goon, who's just John Luxamo. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be mean to him. It's
2: not his fault. So. He's like that. Yeah. So if we think of like a movie filmmaking as like following a baking recipe, mm-hmm. this for Titan E, they're like experimenting with the amounts of the different ingredients. We're like, we're adding a pinch of right. CG animation here. a yeah. list actors here.
0: Yeah.
2: And I don't that they don't get the blend quite right. Whereas Treasure Planet, they have CG that better integrates with the art design. Yes. With the they use CG ships too, which is what you should be do using CG for at that time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to animate them. You just move them. Right. Uh, they don't have moving parts, they're ships.
3: There's sails,
0: you know, just solar sails.
2: Yeah. The sails look great. Um they have Treasure Planet also has A list actors in it, but they are doing more defined character work. They're not just like themselves, you know? Like, whereas yeah. in Titan AE, yeah. it's just Matt Damon, Andrew Barrymore, and Bill Pullman yeah. being those people. Yeah. Whereas in Treasure Planet, it's Martin Short is a funky little robot who lost his mind. <laughs> um. Emma Thompson yes. is a straight-laced uh, captain with you know who that plays looks kind of like
3: a cat. Yeah.
2: Looks kind of like a cat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Niles from Fraser is a <laughs> uptight <laughs> David you know, Hyde frazzled. Pierce. Yes. David Hyde Pierce. Thank yeah, you.
0: with a lot of heart though. He plays that character like, yes, he always does a neurotic character. Yeah. But Dr. Doppler from right. Planet has a has, has a card of gold right because he's kind of the adopted father figure right and you know, like
2: behind. so like in titan e john leguizamo is like approaching it in the right way yeah where you want to be like an elevated version like your your own personality turned up to 11
0: your typecast but you are building the type
2: right yeah but with the other care, the other actors in that they don't really they they're not really written to do that. They're written to be themselves, and that's kind of why it suffers a little bit from different that.
0: different strategies. Sometimes yeah. that yeah. works, sometimes. But in Treasure in Planet,
2: they're clearly written to be unique characters, and they're like, acting. It, it lets the actors, yeah, yeah, turn up their <laughs> turn up the intensity a little more.
0: Yeah, I I would agree, and I and I love Matt Damon, you know. I think, I think he's great. This is I, actually
2: his first uh, voice acting role. What was it really?
0: Wow. He's so, great well, at
2: it. I, yeah. Somehow he can do just like a very laid back delivery. And it the sounds thing, so naturalistic.
0: Yeah. Like I think people hate on Matt Damon. And I don't know why. Because he can fit so many roles. Honestly, he does a great sarcastic. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. a great earnest guy uh i think across the spectrum of roles that i've seen him in he's always been a very determined type character always goal oriented and he plays that yeah. very well you know we we see that in kale uh who, who's looking out for number one himself chip yeah. on his shoulder he does the chip on his shoulder thing very well yes. too you know and we see that in spirit too who will as a spirit will not be broken and we'll talk about that <laughs> a lot um so yeah i as if this is his uh yeah, first role in animation, I think he did did very well. I'm
1: one of the people I'm looking forward to seeing his performance in Oppenheimer. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And the Nike movie, right?
3: Oh yeah. That's out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was funny, yeah.
1: I just realized Kale's character design looks like Matt Damon in the um Goodwill hunting. And Goodwill Hunting yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh it does. Yeah. It's the Absolutely. hair. It's the '90s hair. It's the hair style. It's the hair. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. You guys are so off the mark on this movie. It's great. Okay.
2: No, give us your thoughts on it. What do you? So what do you I like had about it? I've never
1: seen this before. I watched it for really. Okay. Yeah, I watched that one, two, three movies two hours ago. Did you know anything <laughs> about it going in? I vaguely remembered like the cafeteria scene. Okay. Probably from. Watching you guys watch it. Yeah. I was like three. Yeah. But, and I may need to watch it. Maybe that I need to watch Treasure Planet again. Yeah. I have seen it recently, but not super recently. But I like this movie better than Treasure Planet. Really? And I definitely Better cite your sources. (laughs) Let me cook. Yeah. (laughs) Walk with me. I definitely see what you guys are talking about, about some of the character moments, but... I I really enjoyed the writing of this movie. Okay. And I, for instance, there was this I really liked that opening that opening scene where everybody's escaping Earth. I thought that was so cool, and so just something that you don't see from, something that you wouldn't see from an animated movie from this, oh, yeah, kind of era. Mm-hmm. That shot
2: of the Earth exploding was
1: really so cool. cool. Yeah,
0: in the first six minutes. Yeah, Earth's I mean, done. It's like yeah. damn. Yep.
2: And that's another difference between this category of movies and what came before in animation where like the stakes are always much higher. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, you come from like uh just the contrast from like Cinderella or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the mice and the birds are like working together to make like this gal her dress. And then you have mm-hmm you can draw a straight line from that to this movie where Earth, (laughs) from the perspective of a six or seven-year-old earth is being destroyed. Yeah. And I loved that this, the uh, there's some dialogue in that scene where um, obviously this, this child doesn't really know what's going on. Right. Um, And they get in this to him. They're just getting in a cool vehicle. And he's like, can I drive? Right. right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, when you're older, when you're older, kid. And he's like, I'm older than four. That's just like, so like, that was good, yeah. I guarantee the writer had like, like a, a five-year-old. Yeah. Writer was sobbing yeah, and he like wrote that. Yeah. Yep. But like that, the dialogue that there was that moment. And then there was the moment where just kills a lot of kills uh, character writing in general, but when, um, he learns actually what the titan project kind of what it's supposed to be about and his first mm-hmm. response is like maybe there's something that, on the ship that we can sell
0: there <laughs> is actually a really now i'm so glad you were talking about the writing because mm-hmm. i watched this on monday so I'm almost a week mm-hmm. out um because there was a really good line that i was trying to remember and corso's um trying to recruit him to the, you know, treasure hunting cause, mm-hmm. essentially, finding Titan A. And, um, or no, I think he's actually talking to uh, whoever his alien buddy was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know about this future you keep talking about. I wake oh up gosh. every day and it's still the present. That, and I yes, was like, Yes, That oh was my great. God. That you know, away. I keep, yeah. That's yeah, I was a like, dang. That was like that's a good Matt Damon line even oh, just yeah, with the delivery. I was like, yeah, ooh, man, yeah. I feel that every yeah. day I wake exactly. up and it is the present.
3: Totally
1: <laughs> so, so man, yeah. yeah. So he he hears about this. You still have these fantastical concepts that would be running amuck in Treasure Planet, like this idea of a of a like a arc that can like save the civilization and right, um, but then. Kale kind of brings it back. He kind of grounds the situation Mm -hmm. in the great way that this movie does. And he's like, he's just looking after the people in this movie have real jobs. They scrape by. Yeah. It's very, um, like you guys talked about, the setting is very uh, gritty. And this movie um, seems very uh, obviously and proudly Star Wars inspired, oh yeah and indeed, you can actually
2: line. see the death star in yeah, there's the, the human death star, colony funny, I, not- I, I noticed i thought
1: that. the
0: yeah the laser pew-pews sounded a lot like yeah. the yeah Wars were some yeah.
1: and indeed um uh the uh there's a scene where drew barrymore's character says do you want me to get out and push and that's yeah like leia, so <laughs> leia. On
3: yeah epi- in episode yeah.
1: five and so yeah. um just I identify with the setting more because the setting of Titanese is more relatable than the Disney has this kind of fake like AI made uncanniness um, where it's like Don Bluth's underrated catalog is kind of more, it feels like a human actually yeah, went through and drew every frame. It's more rough around the edges. Okay. And so, this movie, the writing in this movie just reaches realer um, points than I could ever, I could ever see Treasure Planet reaching.
3: It's
2: definitely more of a grounded story, mm-hmm. more kind of a more cynical story ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if it had like the more engaging music, if it had better set pieces, if it had more a uh, more interesting color palette mm-hmm. you know it could draw all that stuff together and become a better mm-hmm. overall package but it's kind of fighting itself well with yeah some of these elements you i think
0: you can it... blame that on the shift of um art yeah. The... yeah
2: we don't know yeah. how how much they had to you know they were starting way behind mm-hmm. obviously yeah. so you
1: want to give it points for that that unfortunate um background back, back, like the unfortunate situation that they found themselves in, but right, you have to take the movie based on that's a good what point. the movie is. That's a good point. But um, yeah, I think hmm. I think that that um, well, lost my train of thought.
0: You yeah. just preferred this to Treasure Planet, really. Yeah, I want to point out um, when I was watching this, and we finally get to the point where they're. Him and Akima are trying to make it to Titan because they figured out where it actually was. I uh, guess where Titan is? It's in ice. Mm-hmm. A field of ice that they have to avoid to get to Titan.
2: Oh like the Titanic. Like oh, really? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <Nice. laughs> like they had to have done that knowingly, right? Yeah, like that was
2: so it was so weird. So
1: like this big technological achievement is,
3: is encased, it the technology encased. to create a planet I,
1: I, yeah
0: yeah See, i thought like to be oh it's a circle exactly maybe it's like a need. planet yeah. you know there's just this is going to be a big arc ship for them to live on yeah. you know but no it's a terraforming it doesn't even terraform there's no terror to form it, it like it just makes one in yeah. uh a minute <laughs>
1: yeah. fully formed well, i think that no
0: acid rain Like, that's
1: amazing. Kind of introducing a little bit of headcanon here. Okay. Okay. So your mileage may vary. Okay. But the dregs are such – they're beings of pure energy, and their energy source is so powerful that – So pure. So pure. This this energy can create – it can, like, encompass living things. And so maybe this Titan technology, they activate it, and maybe it creates a planet and, like – it's a four-year process or something Um, Oh, so it's such powerful it's like pure energy they're able to create it
0: i see so you're saying that had they not been pursued by the dredge you know and like let's say let's say they just found it and everything was going according to plan and you know maybe the one like thing that it wasn't clicked connecting. Together. yeah, click together. And we're like, okay, that's sit back. Point. 20 years, we're going to get a planet. Yeah. You know. For our grandchildren. Yeah. Um,
1: conveniences are supposed to get your characters into problems not get them out of problems. Right, right. Ooh, yep. yep. <laughs> and so, that's absolutely right. And another kind of convenience is that this, this breakthrough of technology is exactly what they need in the end of the movie to destroy the dredge and create a new earth but going into mm-hmm. um doing a little research this movie had several tie-in novels released right and really was, yeah so the or, there's an origin story about kale through his childhood and okay the book i haven't read it but the book's story includes him living on a planet the dredge attacking that planet then he has to move to a different planet the dredge Mm. attacks that attack that and so that kind of it kind of makes sense um why what's left of humanity is creating this um technology that can create a new planet um so and also that the dredge are looking for him actually that's true yeah yeah and so it kind of makes this If you're looking at the movie, you're like, oh, what is this technology? And then you find out the technology is just something that they happen to really need right now. Um, Okay. But that backstory kind of helps explain it better. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, Spirit of the Stallion and Cimarron actually had a bunch of novels with it, too. Really? Yeah. You can read, like, books about his mom and stuff. Yeah. Which... I should probably read those honestly. That's neat. Yeah, I think they're just like quick reads because they were meant for like kids. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, stuff. chapter books. Yeah, it's little chapter books. Yeah, so to kind of build on that whole and whole thing.
1: Like, the horse ate an apple that was the most delicious looking. It was apple. literally <laughs> the most. <laughs> <delicious>. <laughs> Guys, Animal I'm I'm, so yeah. I'm gonna
0: go ahead and volunteer to do Spirit next week because I'm so psyched. Okay. okay. I cannot wait to delve into absolutely ten year old me. The
1: apple scene.
0: It just, like, oh, The all apple of it. appears all to be
1: it. so juicy, you would think that it's an orange. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> okay, the apple in uh, Road to El Dorado looks That's pretty good, too. A oh, yeah. okay.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's a juicy apple. Yeah, That's a good apple. This <laughs> is like what apples look like to horses. Yeah. I, was, <laughs>
0: I wanted to say that Prince of Egypt also has some kind of food scene. Cause like
3: oh, it wasn't grapes. Moses like
0: starving and he's found in the desert by you know what's her face who becomes his wife and uh, he gets mm-hmm. to eat and is I don't know I'm gonna watch, rewatch that too honestly. It's kind a but, trademark,
1: I guess, because you go back to Lion King and like they make they show bugs that man they those make you bugs eat the bugs <laughs> yeah
0: like that <laughs> one bug is like a gigantic gusher yeah you know and you're gosh. like oh my god mean it's satisfying yeah. hello and in <laughs> this
1: movie you have like the spaghetti and meatballs is still alive which is I mean, they
2: tried at least <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah they
0: tried yeah <laughs> they um, want
2: it to look gross so they. yeah, said, yeah just, that's true did
0: anybody catch that part where like i keep wanting to call him mold but goon like licks the weird. map licks yeah. the map on kale's hand and he's like Meatball spaghetti yeah, so and weird. meatballs almost. There's a little bit of like Aquitian dung on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's his, like he just has, he's, it's so he's had poopy because, meatballs yeah. and he. I don't know.
1: It's so strange okay. because that character was in a movie before Atlantis. That, the character in Atlantis, right? When did it? Well, Atlantis,
0: Atlantis came out in a one. Oh, so it's it later. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. It's. It even, like the same. Goon was kind of a mole
1: prototype. And even, uh, even the in the one at Atlantis, he there was this a, a part he where can he taste can, like he, he like delves into the. Well, like,
2: is just a, tastes of something. Yeah. Mole is just a completely average French person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: okay. We got to be careful not to dive into all these all <laughs> ones. Let's reel it in. Let's wrap up. We wrap up titan ie uh, final thoughts seven Again, out of, eight out of ten i a- i think it's just a treasure planet before treasure planet kid with a map father figure that betrays himself uh you know it's treasure payoff at the end
1: because it came before
0: i <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm not i didn't say it was a ripoff it was just like a pre-treasure planet mm-hmm. and treasure planet and went and did it so much better okay, I see um, but I think they're I wouldn't call them redeeming qualities but maybe just good moments mm-hmm. of the film okay. yeah Josh why did you pick Titan A?
2: well I think it's we, we had to have Bluth representation absolutely, absolutely. and this mm-hmm. uh, it should be mentioned also this movie basically ended his career
0: <laughs> yeah
2: it was the last one he did yeah
0: we did talk about that before in a previous series. Yeah. This was kind of the end of Gloof.
2: And we'll see a lot of... I, He's working on a new one. We'll see a lot of movies here Dragon that... Uh, movie. Yeah, they're trying to get a Dragon Slayer. <laughs> uh, a lot of these movies ended careers, I think. Or yeah. shifted careers. <laughs> yeah, Shifted fortunes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, not for any of the voice actors, I would say. No, I think they yeah. just kind of kept course. That is one
2: nice thing about voice acting, is if it totally bombs, usually the voice actors are not pretty unscathed. For it. Yeah. yeah. But pretty unscathed. It's ambitious. It gets a few things. For, it tries a lot, gets a few things right. Doesn't right. quite hit on all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind I think it kind of sets the tone. It's a good baseline to judge a lot of these other yes. movies off of. Yeah. You know, more mature themes, more maybe boy-oriented wave of films as Good opposed point. to like girl oriented yeah. disney mm-hmm. renaissance A very
0: old-fashioned way of looking at it but yeah yeah i mean but that's not to say that that is exactly what they were going for
2: yeah yeah
1: they
0: wanted to target the young boy yeah. audience they were
2: old-fashioned times yeah yeah different times so yeah next next week or next week so we're time... gonna contrast
0: that with marketing towards the young girl audience yes with absolutely nice around. absolutely 5. So
3: stay tuned. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Is that it? That's I think it. So. All right. Class dismissed.